0: On March 16, 2022, a crowd of people assembles at a railway station in Seoul to watch a television screen that is broadcasting a news program that includes archive footage of a North Korea missile test that day. On March 16, North Korea fired a missile, which the United States claimed was a test for components of an intercontinental ballistic missile system. North Korea has conducted its first intercontinental ballistic missile (ICBM) test since 2017 according to South Korea and Japan. According to Japanese officials, it flew 1,100 kilometers, 684 miles. After more than an hour of flight, it came down in Japanese waters. On a typical trajectory, an ICBM can travel thousands of kilometers and, in theory, might reach the United States. In recent weeks, North Korea has conducted a flurry of missile launches. The United States and South Korea have stated that some of Pyongyang's tests, which it claimed were satellite launches, were actually demonstrations of components of an intercontinental ballistic missile system. According to Japanese officials, the missile fired on Thursday seemed to be newer and more powerful than the one shot five years earlier, reaching an altitude of more than 6,000 kilometers. In recent weeks, the United States and South Korea have issued warnings that North Korea may be ready to launch an ICBM, at long range for the first time since 2017. On March 16, North Korea launched a suspected missile that appeared to burst shortly after liftoff above Pyongyang, according to South Korea's Defense Ministry. Moon Jae in, the president of South Korea, stated that the most recent missile launch was in breach of Chairman Kim Jong Un's owns the world community to cease intercontinental ballistic missile launches, as well as in violation of UN sanctions against North Korea. The United Nations forbids North Korea from conducting missile and nuclear weapons tests, and it has imposed severe penalties in the wake of previous tests. Following meetings with then US President Donald Trump, Kim Jong un announced a freeze on long range ballistic missile and nuclear tests in 2018. Read more. Madeleine Albright, the first female Secretary of State in US history, has died. Ukraine War, in Europe Five Challenges for Biden. NASA's giant new SLS moon rocket makes its debut. Mr. Kim, on the other hand, said in 2020 that he was no longer bound by the vow. Wasong 12 ICBM, developed by North Korea, was successfully tested in 2017 the missile flew to an altitude of approximately 4,500 km, and was launched from North Korea. The Wasong 14 with an 8,000-kilometer range, displayed even more promise. Only the United States, Russia, and China are equipped with land-based missiles of this range. Experts estimate that if the 2017 missile had been fired on a conventional trajectory, it might have traveled more than 13,000 kilometers, allowing it to strike any portion of the continental United States. Satellite photos captured earlier this month showed North Korea ramping up operations at its nuclear testing facility in Punggye-ri fueling fears that the country may resume nuclear weapons and long-range missile tests. The facility, which was located in the country's northeastern region, was detonated in 2018 after Mr. Kim agreed to suspend all nuclear tests. In the midst of a global crisis, U.S. Vice President Joe Biden is making his third journey to Europe as President of the United States. His most recent trip— in the fall, to Rome for the G20 summit and Glasgow for the climate conference, was well thought out months in advance. This is an urgent situation. There is no end in sight to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, and the route ahead for the US-EU partnership is hazy. As Vice President Joe Biden prepares to meet with European leaders and allies in the coming days, here are five of the most pressing issues. A show of unity. Ever since Russia invaded Ukraine, the US has made special efforts to move only in concert with its allies. That sometimes meant holding off on actions, such as different forms of sanctions or military aid, until the rest of NATO was ready to take steps concurrently. This was never easy given the disparate interests of the 30-nation alliance, but the early, traumatic days of Russia offensive created a sense of urgency that removed some traditional obstacles to consensus. As the war drags on, and the economic fallout from the violence and resulting Allied response grows more pronounced, the potential for public discord within the alliance will increase. The primary goal of Mr. Biden's trip, then, is to be seen standing shoulder to shoulder with America's allies, literally and figuratively, and to demonstrate that strengthened NATO resolve is not a temporary condition but the new normal in response to Russia's expansionist policies. Refugee Crisis Afterwards, Vice President Biden will visit Poland to meet with President Andrzej Duda for a one-on-one meeting. Foreign Secretary Antony Blinken and Vice President Kamala Harris both visited the former Soviet satellite state recently because of its strategic location on NATO's eastern border. Officials from both Ukraine and Poland are expected to discuss military help and greater NATO presence on Polish soil but the most important topic will be how to handle the influx of migrants crossing the Ukraine-Poland border since hostilities began. Poland's handling of millions of refugees has placed a heavy financial and logistical load on the country, which could lead to social upheaval and economic instability if it is not handled properly. The United States has a compelling interest in ensuring that Poland stays a trustworthy member of the NATO alliance, given the country's role in the ongoing conflict with Russia. Military solutions. Lethal military aid from the United States and its allies has been flowing into Ukraine's armed forces in recent months to help them resist the Russian onslaught. In recent statements to European and North American legislative organizations, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has made it apparent that help to Ukraine has not been sufficient. Anti-aircraft systems and jet fighters capable of closing the sky over Ukraine are necessary, he argues. A more improved long-range air defense capability promised by the U.S. may be simpler to say than implement. There are concerns about the types of anti-air support that would prompt a Russian response against NATO, the logistics of getting weapons into Ukrainian hands, and how to replace the weapons that are transferred. This is evident in the friction between the U.S. and Poland over the proposed but now shelved effort to supply Ukraine with Polish-owned Soviet-era jets. While the US and NATO members Slovakia and Turkey are currently discussing the possibility of handing over NATO's anti-aircraft systems to Ukraine, it will require a more deft touch than was shown with Poland. It would be a major accomplishment for Vice President Biden to do this while he is in Europe. Read more. Americans will also be harmed if Russia invades Ukraine. A somber depiction of Biden's dissatisfied America. Biden issues a warning to Russia about Ukraine's red lines. A Sanctions Roadmap If Russia invaded Ukraine, the United States and its allies vowed to inflict unprecedented and severe economic penalties on Russia. That's exactly what the allies have done after some early hiccups. Ruling elites in Russian politics and industry have been singled out for sanctions that have crippled the country's economy and stock market, as well as its national currency. Russia's all-out onslaught has not been deterred by even the most severe restrictions. The pressure on U.S. and European leaders to find fresh means to punish Russian aggression that they can reveal during Vice President Biden's talks this week is mounting, despite assurances from allies in the West that the current penalties will become more painful over time. Oligarchs and politicians might face fresh penalties or limits on Russian energy exports, as well as restrictions on the types of technology that Russia imports. The Russian economy is unlikely to benefit from any of these measures, but the perception of continuous activity might be just as significant as the actions themselves. The China Question When Vladimir Putin and Chinese President Xi Jinping met in Beijing for the Winter Olympics in February, the two leaders spoke of a friendship between their countries with no bounds. Chinese economic and military aid to Russia could have a negative impact on the United States and its European allies' efforts to resolve the Ukraine crisis. As recently as last week, U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan met with Xi Jinping in Rome, followed by a nearly two-hour phone chat between Vice President Joe Biden and China's president. However, the United States cannot take this matter into its own hands. Both the United States and Europe must coordinate their efforts to persuade China to keep a safe distance from Russia and to be more vocal in denouncing Russia's violation of Ukrainian territorial sovereignty this will require a concerted and coordinated effort. Chinese support for Russian participation at the G20 Economic Summit indicates that this will be a difficult challenge. Both the US and Europe are important markets for Chinese commodities, and China's economy is already feeling the effects of the threat of US and EU sanctions if it were to overtly back Russia. Mr. Biden has repeatedly spoken of the era-defining fight between democracies and autocracies, but putting China and Russia in the same antagonistic camp now is a hazardous move.